You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 143, How to Own Your Next Audition. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? My name is Maggie Berra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic, or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Alliance. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get on to the Wow, it's another week, another episode, and I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for joining me this week for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. It's your girl, Maggie. What is up? And we're going to be talking, that was a really high pitch. (laughs) We're going to talk all about your next audition, because here's the thing. We're all excited. Theater is opening back up. Film and TV is starting to shoot again. Things are looking up. Things are good. The pandemic is slowly but surely subsiding. And we can see a light at the end of the tunnel. And I know I've been saying this for the past few weeks, but man, every single week it looks better and better. So I am excited to share with you some of my tips um, from years gone by after going on auditions and figuring out the professional theater audition scene myself. So let's talk about what it means to get an audition or in some cases, choose to audition for a project. So when I mean you get an audition, what I'm referring to is you either are offered an audition time slot by your agent. So basically what would happen in New York is if you got an agent or a manager, they would submit you directly to a breakdown, a casting breakdown. And um, hopefully the casting director for that project says, great, let's call in, for example, let's call in Maggie Berra at 4.30 p.m. on Tuesday. And then your agent sends you that information, gives you all the tips and insight into what they're looking for and what characters they're auditioning for, blah, 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 right? Those auditions are very exciting. Um, It surely does help. I talk about this all the time. Obviously, it does help having an agent to back you and also to push you for certain projects. But that's what I mean when I say getting an audition. Another way you can get an audition for something is you can simply sign up for it. So if you're going to an open call, you might just show yourself to the, (laughs) you know, to the monitor um, and they'll sign you up for the audition. And uh, yeah, and so you go ahead and audition with whatever the breakdown is asking you for. So if it's for a musical theater, season of shows say you're auditioning for a summer stock season they might ask you to sing 32 bars of your best um, musical theater piece whatever blah 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 another way you can get an audition is if you submit yourself so say you see a breakdown for a production or a season of of shows and the casting director asks for you know, whoever is interested to submit their headshot and resume, maybe an audition self-tape or 
or maybe they're asking for, um, you know, maybe some clips that you have online or your website, whatever, and you submit that, you maybe email it to them, or you can even sometimes mail your information, like your headshot and resume, directly to the theater or the casting director or creative team that's auditioning, and then you're granted an audition, meaning the casting director or creative team has decided they want to see you in person or over self-tape, and you have to put some material down. Well, here's the thing. So what I'm talking about today is the type of audition where you submitted your material and they want to see you for a specific role or a specific track in a show. This can even work for a callback, right? Say you went to an open call or say you auditioned for a a production like, I don't know, like Little Mermaid and you just sang your best 16 bars and they said, great, I want them to come in um, to do a callback for Ariel and I want you to prepare this material. So today what I'm talking about is how to own that audition where you actually have to bring in material from the show. Okay. Now this is a very exciting process. When you actually get to perform material from the show you're auditioning for, it's very exciting. Sometimes it can be really overwhelming. Sometimes it's it's really nerve-wracking, especially if you get to, you know, perform or audition in front of the person who actually wrote it. Like amazing, right? Also absolutely horrifically terrifying. But I want to help you in basically reverse engineering your brain to instead of say, oh my God, I have an audition. Oh my God, I have so much work to do. Oh no, I have to learn this side and this side and this monologue and this song and oh no, I can't dance and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, (laughs) which I'm sure many of you have felt if you're listening today, me too. But what I want to say to you is I want to help you get over that hump so that the next time you get an audition, you own that, right? You get that audition, you get that good email from your agent or from the casting team directly, which is really, really exciting. And they say, great, we want to bring you in for, I don't know, uh, Jenna and Waitress, right? They're having auditions, right? The the tour. And, uh, and so what do you do? Do you freak out? (laughs) Do you run a couple laps? Do you tell your family? What do you do? What do you do? Well, I think what I've learned is that for me, the way that I approach getting an audition or getting a self-tape request or, or getting a callback for something is, A, I let myself get really excited, but then B... What helps me is not to go down the rabbit hole of like imagining what my life would be like if I were to get that job. Now, how many of you listening right now do that? And be honest with me, (laughs) right? You get that audition or you get a callback, right? Even if it's just like the first callback for something. You get a callback and you think, ooh, my life's gonna be great. I'm gonna book this show on Broadway and I'm gonna finally move into that beautiful Upper West Side apartment by myself and I'm gonna go to this restaurant after I do my shows and I'm gonna go out here and I'm gonna, you know, whatever, right? You come up with some elaborate plan. Oh my gosh, how many times have I done that? Oh, it's cringe, right? And then you don't get it. And if any of you have listened to, you know, the last episode that I did on rejection, more often than not, 
we don't get that job. Even if you do get the call back and maybe even the chances get bigger for you. I mean, ultimately, you don't get the job because, again, let me give you the numbers. So I think the last time I saw equity has like 54,000 people in the union. 54,000 people. Let me, let me just, 54,000. Okay, I'm not exaggerating. And I think, I don't know, Broadway hires somewhere like 200 to 300 people total. Okay. And that's just Broadway. And there's a lot of theater in New York, right? And there's a lot of theater spread out around the country. But dang, that is... I mean, there's a lot of people who want to do this and there's not as many jobs at the end of the day. So, yes, the the numbers aren't always in our favor. In fact, they're they're usually not. So more often than not, you still get the callback and you still don't get the job. So why do we do that to ourselves? Why, when we get even a, a glimpse of hope, do we envision ourselves actually getting the role and and we go down the rabbit hole why do we do that to ourselves when we know that we're we might not get it well because it's nice and we all want to think positively about the theater industry I certainly do I certainly want to think positively about my career and the work I've done and where where I want it to go And I don't think there's any harm in doing that. I don't think there's any harm in envisioning yourself booking the role. I just think that there needs to be a healthy balance. And what does that even mean, right? At the end of the day, what even is a healthy balance of anything? It's going to mean something different for everyone. And if you talk to anyone in the theater industry, they're going to have a varying opinion on this. But what has worked for me is that I let myself go there but I don't exaggerate it. I don't dwell on it. I can't because if and when I don't get the job, it will literally crush my soul, right? If I, if I go completely down the rabbit hole and I imagine myself getting the job and doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that and blah, 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 I am literally going to be so disheartened by the end of the process that I'm not going to want to put myself back out there again. So in a way, you have to have this like detachment of yourself from your job and you have to be detached from the industry in some way. But the only way you're going to do that, the only way is by doing everything you possibly can in your control to do the best possible for that audition. And I'm talking about doing your research and preparing as much as possible and memorizing your material and working on it frontwards and backwards and knowing it inside and out and studying the material and studying the the creators of it and studying the the work that it, it is derived from. I'm talking doing all of that work, showing up for yourself at the audition, being a good person, and then saying bye and leaving it all out there on the table. Because if you don't do that, you're always going to wonder, what if this? What if that? What if I prepared a little bit more? 
What if I sang this note better? What's going to come for you is going to come for you. I really mean that. I got a little bit of chills thinking about that because I I mean that for myself. And I mean that for you listening. What's going to come for you is going to come for you. What's meant for you is going to come. And you got to trust that because I swear you will not be happy in this industry if you don't believe that. And it's true. And I've been there. I've been the one who went as far to imagine myself getting a job and, geez, I only got a self-tape audition for it. Like, who was I? (laughs) I don't even think I got close. (laughs) And then I've also been the one who got to final callbacks and I imagined myself getting the job and I imagined myself moving out wherever the show was and, and gosh, it's just so disheartening when you do that to yourself. So what I'm saying and what the point of this episode is to tell you to please do yourself a favor and do all the work possible when you get that audition. Let yourself get excited, right? But then do the work. Put your head down, do the research, study the material, prepare as much as possible. Go into the audition room, slay, and then leave it all there on the table And don't worry about it. That's all you can do. And I would go even further to say, once you're done, do something that makes you happy. That has nothing to do with theater. Right? Once you get done with that audition, the only way to own that moment is to say, that was me today. That was my best effort for where I'm at today. Now let's go enjoy the rest of the day. Go on a walk, go for a bike ride, go for a hike, go see a movie. I don't care, go see a show. Spend time with your friends, spend time with your family. Do something that makes you happy. Because if anyone has learned anything from this time of away from theater, it's that we cannot base our livelihood on our job and certainly not on the theater industry right? So remember that. If you're going to take anything away from this, it's that if you cannot detach yourself from your job, from your prospective jobs, from auditions, whatever, then you won't be happy in this industry. So I encourage you to do everything you can in your power, leave it all behind, and enjoy your life. Yeah? All right, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it brought you some peace. I hope you slay those auditions as they return triumphantly. It takes a village. I'll see y'all next week. 